Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. Really excited to pod today. Uh, we've got lots of exciting stuff to talk about, to sink our teeth into in terms of the uh, the football action that's going off this weekend. Uh, but first of all, Tom, we'll reflect on another successful treble from last weekend. Yes, two winners in a row, which is great. It's three winners in the last four. And of all the tips that we've put on the treble, so that's 12 selections in total, 11 have won. Uh, the one time that we didn't win a treble, which is on Saturday, 7th of October, uh, Derby drew 1-1. So no losers, they just drew. Uh, we're on absolute flames right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good run of form. And I'm pretty confident in this particular treble as well uh, this weekend. I feel like I don't want to do us an injustice, but um, there's quite a bit of predictability in some of the divisions at the moment. And we're just taking advantage of that, aren't we? Yeah, there's some teams who are really good, and some teams that are just bloody bog awful, and it seems to be that way consistently week in week out at the moment. Yeah, sometimes there's no need to overcomplicate it, and we've got some outsiders that you know we can have a bit more fun with at, at bigger prices. But you know, if if the leagues are going to serve us up, you know, teams like X who are on a winning streak of ten games, we're going to lap it up. Yep, absolutely. Um, so that's we're pretty much going to go through the same order of the show today. We're going to do our Premier League highlights, followed by the betting picks from the Championship League One and League Two. First, though, we have some exciting podcast news to share with everybody. Yeah, we do. Um, OG profit chasers. Now I'm talking. So the pod started in 2017. I'm talking like 2018 mm-hmm. listeners might remember um, that we had a brief stint with this company and we are back with them. Uh, So it is a company called Quiff. They are an online bookie uh, that are very, very unique um, and do things in a very different way. It's it's genuinely thrilling to bet with them. Uh, Long story short, if you put a bet on and the price is 5.0, Every bet that gets put on gets an opportunity to get quiffed and it can go up to 66. It can go up to 8.0. It can go up to 14.2. It's pretty random. It's very exciting. And it means you can get some absolutely mad returns on some things that are basically not valued at that price. And we're really happy to be back with them. They're, they're a company that we think bring a lot of energy, bring a lot of talking points to the pod. And uh, yeah, we're, we're really happy to be back with them. Yep. So you can supercharge any bet. As Tom says, you can check that out at quiff.com. Next week, we'll have a proper sign-up offer for everybody on the show. Um, it'll probably be like a bet 10, get 30 or £30 surprise bet, something along those lines. Um, but we'll have that one for everybody next week. But yeah, good to have a sponsor. They'll be sponsoring us until the end of the calendar year. So the next eight or so weeks. Um, So yeah, good, good to get a sponsor on board again, because, you know, we do it anyway, don't we, as we have done since we finished with Matchbook, you know, we we just enjoy podding, enjoy having the platform to talk about football and betting and what we love. Uh, But yeah, if we can get sponsored for doing so, even better. So yeah, we shall now move into the tips. So we'll start with the Premier League. 
and the Premier League gets started on Friday night with Tottenham against Crystal Palace. Anything you want to tip out here, Tom, or are you happy to move into Saturday? No, I can't ignore Tottenham at the moment, can you? Nope. Um, away record is three wins, two draws and zero defeats. They're priced at 1.8. They're playing a Crystal Palace side, still kind of riddled of injuries and still trying to figure it out, really. Uh, and aside from Odson uh, Edouard, um, it's only Joachim Anderson with two and Eberichi Eze with one that have found the back of the net for them this season. Uh, they're just not clicking into gear and I think it's not necessarily all their fault. They're just uh, not, you know, they don't have the players at their disposal to click into gear. Tottenham, on the other hand, I mean, every podcast you listen to, every article you read, every opinion that is shared is, is purring. Uh, about Tottenham and, and I don't have too much to add on um, from what everyone else is saying. 1.8 should be a great way to start the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, into Saturday, we've got four Saturdays, a 12.30, two three o'clock and a 5.30. Uh, the 12.30 is Chelsea against Brentford. Chelsea are looking pretty skinny for me at 1.61. So there's no real bet in this particular game for me. Don't know about you. Uh, no, and same can be said for Arsenal at 1.11. Flipping heck. <laughs> Against Sheffield United at the Emirates. 1.11. Un- 1.11, what's that? 1 to 9? Something Jesus like that. Christ. that. I think that's the shortest price we've ever read out on the pod, ever. Especially for Arsenal. Jesus, yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, Burnley... Bournemouth against Burnley is the other three o'clock. Again, no bet for me here. This is two teams who really need a who really need a win. Uh, just the one win across them both across all their Premier League games this weekend. So um, no Wolves Newcastle. Anything there? Yeah, I think I think I'm going to go for Wolves here to cause a little bit of an upset. I'm I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty hot on Wolves at the moment, to be honest with you, Tom. They're priced at 4.2, and I'd be lying if I said that that didn't kind of influence my decision here. But I've, I've said you know, previously that I think Pedro Neto is the best player in the league right now. Uh, another goal for Huang at the weekend. Um, clean sheets are a massive issue for Wolves. Uh, they haven't kept one since the 26th of August uh, in the Premier League, which was six games ago. So that is a little bit of a concern. And if you want to go a little further, Wolves to win and both teams to score is 7.0. I just, we're going off the back of Wolves here at Molyneux purring. I I totally get that Newcastle are, are the better side and we'll obviously finish miles ahead of them. But away from home, and just recently, we've we've seen a, a, a couple of of slips from Newcastle. So obviously lost to Dortmund, drew to West Ham, uh, beat Sheffield United eight 0 Of course, uh, a draw away in Milan, uh, a three one loss to Brighton. They lost to Man City, which which is fine. And I know I'm kind of clutching at straws here, but I think Molyneux might be a tough place to go. And I've got a sneaky feeling about Wolves. Right Absolutely. Gary O'Neill, currently a flavour of Twitter as well with Ange Postacoglu, isn't he, after his MNF appearance? On yes, the, on yes, the... yes. Very true, very true. Uh, right, Sunday then, we've got five games to sink our teeth into on Sunday, starting off with uh, a one o'clock West Ham against Everton. 
I, I promise the pod will get better. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot here that um, that I really heavily fancy either, to be honest. No. Uh, I think it's fair to say, though, that once we move through the gears... Um, there's a couple of massive home favourites that we've got to have a look at. First one being Liverpool against Forest. Uh, Liverpool 1.28. Uh, Forest, of course, issues on the road for a lot of teams, but you know, ultimately, I think that Liverpool are, are a cut above that anything that uh, Forest have played so far, including Arsenal uh, on the opening day. You know, it's it's the opening day, and teams are still trying to figure everything out. So Liverpool to win and both teams to score is my tip, 2.6. I think playing, weirdly, Tom, playing away from home last season, Forest were abysmal, right? They won, what, two games? Yeah, yeah. Uh, This One? Yeah, one. Uh, This year, I actually have a prediction that they're going to get more points away from home than at home. Uh, I think Forest really struggle when the onus is on them. We've seen that uh, with... Uh, poor results against Burnley twice and Luton last season. Fellow promoted sides, Bournemouth and Fulham, came to the city ground, left with points. I think Forest relish when the onus is not on them and they can go and play on the counter-attack and they can play Elanga and, and you know all these pacey wingers they have and give Morgan Gibbs-White a bit more space. I think I can see Forest getting a goal, but Liverpool to win ultimately at 26 and then, Tom, uh, Villa. I know you're, you're pretty hot on Villa. Uh, they're at home to, to Luton this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think they'll win. Um, again, like you say, they're a short price at 1.28. So, yeah, same price as Liverpool on the nose. But, yeah, not not from a betting perspective, really, unless you kind of look into Villa on the on the handicap or Villa to kind of score two, three, maybe even four goals. But Luton aren't typically a team now that get battered. So, I think Villa will comfortably win it. Um, I'm mm. just not sure what, what angle to take at the moment with this particular game. Yeah, uh, There is something that I quite like between Brighton and Fulham, which is our other two o'clock. And it's Fulham on the double chance. And it's it's quite a nice price, to be fair. Uh, so for Fulham to draw or win, it's 2.37. So over evens. I just think this is more anti-Brighton than pro-Fulham for me. But Brighton just don't seem to be in a particularly good space at the moment. They're without a clean sheet in 14 consecutive games. Um, win this in the last five they won one of the last seven across all competitions we're recording on a Thursday they also have Ajax to play tonight in the uh, Europa League I know Ajax aren't particularly good this season themselves but um, I'm sure it'll be a tough test for Brighton nonetheless I just feel like Europe isn't helping them right now Um, and Fulham are never an easy team to play and if this one ended in a draw a score draw I wouldn't be in the slightest bit surprised so, yeah, draw Fulham at 2.37 for me. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, last but not least, we have the Manchester derby. Man United against Man City. Anything you strongly like here? Yeah, I mean, Man United are obviously, you know, they've got a habit, haven't they, of getting a result uh, in the derby. Recently, it, it has been more... Uh, Man City, Man City have won three of the last four, but United did win uh, at Old Trafford last season. They won 2-1 and they have had uh, some decent results. But I'm not letting United paper over the cracks. Uh, you know, they're in a nana save, uh, penalty save away from drawing to Copenhagen in the Champions League. 
just because that penalty was saved, that doesn't mean that everything's rosy and we should forget about all the bad um, because we shouldn't. And I'm back in Man City, even though they are not exactly purring, I think it's fair to say. You know, the last three, um, a win of, uh, sorry, a loss to Arsenal, a probably, I think it's fair to say, a, a less than convincing victory against Brighton. It, they were, they deserved to win, but it, they weren't purring. And then yeah. a, uh, a pretty chill uh, win away at Young Boys in the Champions League. I just feel like something's missing with City right now. Um, I think they're kind of reinventing how they play a little bit. And, you know, I, I will have a tickle on them at 1.66, but it is really tight, isn't it? Yeah, well, I can tell you one thing that's missing with City at the moment, and that's some kind of defensive solidity. Mm. <laughs> They've kept one clean sheet in 11 games, which is pretty poor for Man City standards. Um, certainly can't rely on them from a fancy football perspective, can you, for, <laughs> for any clean sheet points? Um I think it's an angle here that we've took in previous weeks with Man City and it's paid off. It's been profitable. Um, Man City to win and both teams to score. It's priced slightly better this week. It's 3.4 for that to happen. Uh, we've seen it happen in three of Man City's last four games. Obviously, City more than capable in, in any game against any opposition of scoring 2-3-4. Um, but yeah, like I say, really struggling at the back and usually conceding just a solitary goal. But if they were to win this one, 2-1 against Manchester United, maybe 3-1, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yep. Moving into the EFL then, let's leave the Premier League long behind because it's pretty safe to say that is not the space for... Uh, no, this absolutely <laughs> brutal. Uh, the Championship, to be fair, has been pretty poor for me. I'd say out of all the leagues in the EFL this season, mm. the Champions Championship's been by far my least favourite in terms of betting. But this weekend, it's thrown up uh, a fair few, actually, that, are, that look decent bets. Um, I'll get started with probably the most obvious one. It's Leicester away at QPR. Leicester priced at 1.4. As you expect, very short. QPR a massive 8.0 at home. Uh, Leicester, five wins on the bounce. QPR, five losses on the bounce. There's it feels like it's getting to the end for me uh, in terms of Gareth Ainsworth's time at QPR. And this could be the nail in the coffin. Um, they're really struggling. They've struggled at home at Loftus Road all season long. Um, they've played six games at home across all competitions. They've lost five, drawn one. Most recently at home, conceding four to Blackburn in a 4 0 loss. Prior to that, three to Coventry in a 3-1 loss. Another three uh, at home to Sunderland. So if they're conceding threes and fours to your Sunderlands, your Coventries, your Blackburns, you know, when Leicester come to town on on a championship winning streak of, of eight consecutive games, I think it could get really uh, hairy for QPR this weekend. I think if they get beaten three or four, it's the end of Gareth. Could be. Um, a, a big team at a short price is Southampton. They're, they're at 1.6. Um quietly kind of got it together, I think it's fair to say. Um, they haven't lost now in five games, winning three of them. And they're playing against a Birmingham side who have lost four away matches in a row. And did you see Tom in uh, midweek, Wayne Rooney already mm. coming under uh, some flack from the Birmingham fans? Probably yep. less yep. to do with Wayne Rooney and probably more to do with the fact that John Eustace was replaced 
and Rooney just happened to be the person that came in. Um, I think the fans are unhappy, obviously, with the ownership and, and the decisions that they're making rather than Wayne himself. But yes, they are unhappy with Rooney. And, you know, I don't think this is an easy place to go to, to get on track. Southampton have been uh, purring recently. Um, at home, they've been pretty decent, minus a, a, a draw last time out against Rotherham after uh, an absolutely world-class goal from, from Jordan Hugo with with very low XG on that, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, I'm more looking at the 3-1 win over Leeds United, um, the game before that at home, as a barometer for the level of performance Birmingham can expect. 1.6, this is the early kickoff. Yeah, Um where else to look in the championship as well, other than uh, Ipswich at home to Plymouth. Ipswich flying high still. I'm still kind of in that space where I'm thinking, is it going to end? And it just never ends. They, have, they are now 10 wins from 12 championship games. Um, they're already clear of Leeds in third place by nine points. So they've got a nice nine-point cushion with a game in hand in the automatic promotion spaces. It's pretty mad. Um their home games have been absolutely fantastic so far this season, full of entertainment. It's full throttle, front foot, attacking football from Ipswich. Uh, just to read out their results, 2-0 win, 4-3 loss, 3-2 win, 4-3 win, 3-0 win, and then most recently a 4-2 win. So the amount of threes and fours in there, you know, wins with both teams scoring, wins and over 3.5, 4.5 goals is crazy. Full of entertainment. Get your iFollow passes for this particular game. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Ipswich to win and both teams to score, which is priced at 2.6 because Ipswich on the nose at 1.36 are a little bit on the skinny side now for me. Yep. Uh, I I like Watford and I haven't liked Watford in a while, um, but I think they might be worth looking at. They may have turned the corner a little bit here. They've won their last two. They're unbeaten in their last three. The celebrations in midweek when they beat Swansea away were absolutely huge. And and you can't read into celebrations at all, but you did get the feeling that they're starting to think that they're turning the corner. The celebrations were big and there was a lot of relief. And it looked like there was a lot of, you know, you know trusting the process and seeing the fruits of the labour. Um, from Valish Mayo, and obviously Watford gave him a new contract when they were uh, looking as bad as they have all season. They're playing against a Millwall side, still with Adam Barrett in charge right now. Uh, one win in the last six, none in the last four away games, slipping down to 16th. Uh, you know, away from home, they have actually only lost one of six. So we are going against the grain here a little bit, but I think Watford had turned the corner. A uh, couple of clean sheets, quite like them, even money. I, I think that could be quite a good shout. Yep, OK. Uh, just one more from me. We've got to take a look at Middlesbrough, I think, at 1.75 on a seven-match winning run across all competitions, six consecutive victories in the Championship. Uh, they're at home this weekend to Stoke, who travel pretty poorly. Uh, they've played six games away, won just one, drawn one, lost four. So, yeah, although they did get a win in midweek um, did Stoke against Leeds 1-0. It could have been very different had Bamford not kicked his bloody penalty into orbit. Um, Stoke fortuitously, fortuitously scoring an own goal pretty much straight after that penalty miss from Bamford and Leeds. 
Uh, it could have been very different for Stoke. So, yeah, they won't scare Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough will be full of confidence on fantastic form. And for them to get a seventh consecutive championship victory and move further towards the top of the league, I think is a decent price at 1.75. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think that's about it for me. Do you have any more? It's pretty extensive for the championship. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Um, moving into League One. Uh, again, another league that hasn't been great to us uh, this season, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we can find some, uh, some gems in here. Let, let's start off, Tom, with Portsmouth. They're probably in the most obvious team in perhaps the entire 92 to be back in right now. Um, uh, Stockport will have a say, you know, yeah. come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Portsmouth haven't lost yet this season. Um, they've played nine, uh, sorry, they've played 14, won nine, drew five, scoring 22, uh, letting in just eight. They're unbeaten at home, winning uh, six of eight. And obviously away from home, they've won 50% of their games. They're playing against a Reading team, Tom, who we, well, you, I will give you the credit. You correctly went against them on the treble. Charlton was your leg that you you championed and it came in. Uh, Charlton beat them 4-0. Uh, they got back to the Madstad in midweek and lost a big game 2-1 to Fleetwood. Confidence must be at an all-time low. And Portsmouth, despite drawing 0-0 with Cambridge in midweek, coupon buster or what, um, they should go there and have absolutely no problem at all. And honestly, I'm pretty shocked at the price. 1.95, I think that's tremendous value it isn't it it's generous it's generous yeah, it's good it's good they must know something we don't yeah <laughs> which worries me mm. <laughs> another decent price wigan at home to shrewsbury at 2.15 and i'm thinking it's got to be a case of continuity here for wigan and corner turned uh, they had a fantastic midweek victory at home to oxford united who have been flying high defeating all comers scoring plenty of goals in the process and to not only beat Oxford, but to beat them to nil is a fantastic achievement for Wigan and one which can hopefully, for them, uh, spark an upturn in their season after they started fantastically well, really tailed off and now they're on uh, back-to-back victories after a win against Exeter as well at the weekend just gone. So this weekend, back at home, back at the scene of that Oxford victory against the Shrewsbury side who very much win one, lose one, draw one. Away from home, though, Woeful, won one game away all season, uh, lost five, drew one, so played seven, won, won one, drew one, lost five. You know, if we're going to beat an Oxford at home, you have to follow that up for me with a win against Shrewsbury at home. And 2.15 is a great price for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going for an against the Grainer. Uh, I'm going for Stevenage to beat Derby okay. County. Um this is the opposite that you would expect most people to go here. Stevenage haven't won their last four, and Derby have kind of win one, draw one, win one, lose one, win one. Uh, last time out in midweek, they beat Exeter 2 0 at home. But away from home, it's not clicking for Derby. It isn't. And this is a tough place to go. I know Stevenage have only scored one goal in their last four. And I know I'm not selling this very well, but Derby are really struggling away from home for a club with their ambitions, with their budget, with 
you know, the players at their disposal. We saw how angry the fans were. Uh, they went after Conor Hurrahan in a 1-0 loss to Shrewsbury. Tom, you just spoke about how bad the Shrews have been. Uh, and yeah, Derby went there and lost. They drew 1-1 with Cheltenham. Remember, that was Cheltenham's first goal of the season, uh, which was absolutely unforgivable again. And just on the road, I mean, before that, they've got some results to back it up. But, um, you know, there's a couple of losses in there that you wouldn't really expect as well from uh, a club chasing automatic promotion, the title, whatever. Um, I'm going to back Stevenage. I just think it's a very, very tough place to go. And, you know, a nil-nil with Port Vale and a 1-1 away at Bristol Rovers, it's not what it's not going to, you know, springboard them back into form, you know, automatically. But maybe it's the stepping stones towards getting back to what we saw at the start of the season. Uh, Stevenage, 2.5, definitely worth a look, I think. OK. Uh, any others in League One that are worth a look for you? Because that's kind of it for me. Um, there's much more of a feast as ever in League Two. Hmm. <laughs> Well, Tom, uh, serve up the first appetizer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mansfield at home to Walsall. Mansfield priced pretty short at 1.5, but you'd expect that they are, along with Portsmouth, like you mentioned, the only other unbeaten side in the EFL. Um, played 14 this season, won six, drew eight, lost zero. They're really hitting a nice run of form, unbeaten in 20 across all competitions, scored four in their last two matches, one away at Harrogate and more impressively four away at, at Notts County. Um, they're just on such good form. You know, they've always had that defensive solidity really this season, Mansfield. Now they've added the goal to the game as well over recent weeks and that makes them a really frightening prospect for anybody in this division. Uh, so considering they're on fantastic form in fourth place with a game in hand, uh, could go second with a win. Uh, yeah, Mansfield, for me, should get a comfortable one again at home to Walsall. Hmm. There's a big bloody game in uh, the National League, isn't there? Uh, in the National League, League Two. <laughs> it's because it was so big in the National League. Uh, Notts County, Wrexham. Big game, 2.3 for Notts, draw 3.75. Wrexham, 2.8. Um, both teams to score is 1.4. <laughs> which is unbelievably skinny. Um, I think that we can go a little bit kind of deeper with this. We're going to get some uh, overs going. I think you could get over 3.5, 2.1. I think you can get potentially over 4.5 at 3.5. 3. And if you really, 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 really fancy it, 6.5 is over 5.5. There are going to be absolute fireworks there's just no two ways about it in this game it is going to be the most entertaining game maybe of the entire weekend you know we've got Notts County in second Wrexham in third Notts have won six and lost one at home Wrexham have drawn most of their games to be honest with you but got Macaulay Langstaff already on 11 goals Elliot Lee on nine Paul Mullet there's so many goals on this pitch Jody Jones a hat trick of assists in midweek for Notts County. Like that, there's just going to be goals. Whilst I completely agree, them prices you're reading out, I was wincing at those prices as you go. Sure, about over over four point five goals. It was about just over two to one. Flipping heck! For what sure, you, for what sure. What is that? It's tight, but 
it's exciting. I wanted to read it out. No, I completely agree. A winner's a winner, you know. But um, yeah, it's it's very tight. Jesus Christ. It is tight. Anyway, anyway, uh, a team that isn't tight whatsoever. Very generous. Morecambe at home to AFC Wimbledon. 3.0 for the home side in Morecambe to get a victory Ooh. here. This is a Morecambe side who are flying well under the radar in League Two because there's so many big hitters. Um, they're unbeaten at home. They've played played seven at home, won four, drew three. And they've played teams like Accrington are not lost, who are doing well. Salford are not lost. Uh, Notts County are not lost. So they've... You know, they're beaten and drew with some good teams at home. Um, when we don't look at just their home form, they're unbeaten in six, winning four of the last five. And they play an AFC Wimbledon side who have not won in the last four. So considering those particular stats, you've got Morecambe on really good form, especially at home. And Wimbledon haven't got a win in four games. Only scored two goals across those four games. I think Morecambe are flying massively, massively under the radar. They're on 13 games. They've played two less than Stockport, Knotts, Wrexham, Crewe, Accrington, Gillingham. And they're only three points out outside of the automatic promotion places. If they mm. win their games in hand, or at least even one of their games in hand, they'll be bang up there. Yes, agreed. Um, Tom, I am going to take the side of... Bradford. I know we're not supposed to, and I understand. And they're on the band. Do you every time? Every I time. know, I know, but Sutton are bad, very bad. Uh, two wins from fifteen in the league. They're bottom of the EFL. They've already conceded thirty-five goals mm. in fifteen games. Um, it's it's absolutely insane. And I'm basically looking at this Bradford team who recently. You know, since Mark Hughes has gone, and a little bit with Mark Hughes, you know, they beat Swindon at home, Grimsby in uh, Pizza Cup, Wimbledon away, they drew to Wrexham at home. They just got smacked in midweek, 4-1 by MK Dons away. But I think that level of performance and those results and those that calibre of team should, should, should translate to... A uh, away win against Sutton, who are bottom of the EFL. Like I said, just two wins from 15. Uh, tread carefully because, yeah, Bradford always let us down. But 2.37. Come on, Bradford. Come on, man. Break the curse. Well, maybe one day. <laughs> we'll see if this is the weekend. Come on. If, if they let you down again, you've got to never read, out, read them out again for the rest of the season. Jeez. Deal. Right. Anyway, one more from me. Uh, Accrington at home to Colchester. Colchester still without a manager after they sacked Ben Garner uh, one or two weeks ago now. Um, Accrington are doing extremely well. Five wins on the spin, no losses in six. Uh, similar to Morecambe, going under the radar. Accrington are in sixth and sit just one point behind Wrexham, uh, four points behind Notts County in those uh, promotion places. So they're doing fantastically well. Um, there has been a bit of uh, furore over John Coleman and his assistant manager and comments they've made across social media this week. Um, hopefully that doesn't affect performances. But yeah, they're facing a Colchester side who haven't kept a clean sheet for 10 consecutive games, currently struggling, won just one of five in the league. 
away from home, same record, one one of five. So for me, Accrington on this five match winning streak, they should uh, get the job done again this weekend. Mm. I don't want to take anything away from you, Tom. Do you want to read out your your crew tip? Surely you've got something lined up. How much do we trust them? Because on the pod last week, I said they'll score two plus goals. They always do. They did on Saturday. Then in midweek, they played Stockport. You know, I said it on uh, FBP+. I said it again. Crew will score two plus goals. At home to Stockport. Stockport, do not keep clean sheets away. And Crew stunk the place out. And uh, they lost 2-0. Didn't even get one goal. So, yeah, it just depends if we're in a forgiving mood or not, really. Because the potential for Crew to beat Harrogate is absolutely there. Crew are 2.37 to get the job done uh, and get a victory. Yeah. Uh, should they do it? Yes. Am I slightly scarred by midweek and a complete no-show? Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. Interesting. I just wanted to ask before I kind of dive down that route. Um, did you did you have anything else in, in lead two? No, nah, nothing else. Yeah, I didn't think so. I was hoping you'd say no because whatever you were going to read out, I would completely disagree with. So, <laughs> look, <laughs> look we, haven't, we haven't even touched on Stockport, to be honest. Oh, bloody hell, did we not? They are 1.33. So the reason that we haven't mentioned them is because they're getting to that stage where they're too bloody short. Tranmere 10.0. It's, yeah, you know, Stockport have won, what, is it eight or nine in a row now? Um, Uh, Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, everyone's well and truly clocked on to the fact that Stockport are very good and should be a really woeful Tranmere side this weekend. So, yeah, Mm. it's what it is. Yeah, so we'll transition uh, into looking at last week's treble and looking ahead at this week's treble. So first of all, let's look behind us and let's, again, cover ourselves in glory, Tom, as we talk about the 4.56 winner that did have Stockport County on it and they got the business done for us 3-2 over Grimsby. Then we had Charlton, who beat Reading at home, as I mentioned earlier, 4-0. And then Tom Portsmouth left it pretty late. I think it was about 83. Longer 80. than that, mate. Longer was it? 90. 90. <laughs> was it? Bloody yeah. hell. 1 0, uh, Pompey. I had them on about five legs that needed to come in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they managed to get it done 1 0. And like I said, now that's uh, three of four, two in a row, just one losing leg in the last four bets. 4.56 uh, was your winner. Right, so for this week's one then, we are going to hopefully make it three wins in a row. Have we ever done three wins in a row before? I'm going to say yeah, just because I believe in us. Yeah, <laughs> I think we actually might have done a few years ago, but it's not been for a, for a few years at least. Um, so we're on the hat trick. We are going to go for one from the champ, one from League One and one from League Two. Uh, in the championship, we're going to go for Leicester away at QPR. In League One, sticking with Pompey away at Reading. And then in League Two, Mansfield at home to Walsall. So that's Leicester, Portsmouth and Mansfield all to win. And a £10 example stake would return you £43. So the treble pays 4.3. Nice. Nice. Love it. Um, fancy football we will transition into now. Uh, I'm down to 275th because I forgot for the second week in a row, I forgot to do my team and... Yeah. I'm just like, I've got no one else left to blame. It's all on me. 
but it, it's bloody annoying to be honest yeah. with you. I'm in 222nd, um, so still struggling to break the top 200. Nightmare. We'll read out the top 10 because there are people in here who are way, way better than us at this and are doing very well. Um, from 10 to 1, we've got Mark Johnston, Tommy Rafferty, Ross McCorkadale, Rachel Mather, Jordan McDermott, Pat Ravenhall, Ari Nagraha, Stephen Wheeler, Eddie Beard and Mike Sivils. So Civ superstars, Mike Sivils, currently top of the league on 636 points. So if you are not in the Fantasy Football League and you think you can beat those guys, you've got more than 636 points perhaps, hit us up on social media and we'll give you the league code. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, feel free to join in with the fun and uh, follow us on Twitter or X or whatever you call it now. T underscore FB podcast. Uh, we put out some midweek Twitter tips uh, on Tuesday. So you would have missed those if you were not following. So get on board for the next load. And also, you know, you just want to don't miss out on the bands. Great. It's a great, great channel. <laughs> and if you want an extra, extra slice of podcast action, you can check us out on Patreon as well for FBP plus, which is patreon.com forward slash FBP plus. We're putting exclusive tips on there every weekend, some in midweek, uh, kind of four or five extras, things we don't read out on the pod. Things are a little bit more specific. They may be player prop bets, anytime scorers, things from games uh, that aren't in the Premier League or the EFL. They may be foreign matches. Uh, so do check us out at patreon.com forward slash FBP plus completely free. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much to you, Tom. Uh, I have been under crazy work stress uh the last two weeks and you've done an unbelievable amount of heavy lifting uh on the pod so uh to in a public space i thank you oh you make me blush good job we're not on video this week <laughs> uh, no thanks tom it's a pleasure no thank you for everybody who listens to the podcast thank you to our new sponsors quiff check out quiff at quiff.com and we will be, we will bring you uh, a special sign up bonus for quiff next week um, but yeah good luck go well this weekend and uh yeah be profitable <laughs>